Apple's holding yet another event next week. What are we expecting? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to break down all the rumors and our expectations is CNET's Apple reporter, Ian Sher. Welcome, Ian. How are you doing? So, another event. We're just fresh off the iPhone event from, from last month, um, and we're, we're at it again. So, what are we expecting? Because last uh, the last event, you know, we got iPhones. That was sort of the big thing, and some iPads. What are we expecting Monday? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be really curious to see where Apple goes with their computers this time around. Mm -hmm. uh, the rumors are that we're going to get new M1 or M1X or M2 or whatever new chips in their computers, particularly their laptops, their MacBook Pros. Mm -hmm. And the rumors are really fascinating, right? There's there, This is the second generation of Apple's uh, homegrown chips that they're making. They're stopping yep. using Intel chips, moving over to their own same company, the same group that creates chips for the iPhone and iPad. And, you know, this is supposed to be kind of Apple really made a lot of promises last year when they first announced these chips. And they said, look, yep. you know, we're going to be able to have thinner designs. We're going to have smaller computers. We're going to have all of this stuff and better performance. And now it's time for them to kind of cash those checks they've been writing. So I'm really curious to see what they do. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole promise of these chips. Just um, you could do so much more. There's um, a lot of the, the limitations that the Intel processors had were, were no longer there. It will be interesting to see. I mean, are you expecting radical redesigns? This is a company that you know the last many many years has shied away from radical redesigns. Right? They've, they've been more iterative. Um, you know, a little bit thinner here. A few new features. Uh, what are you expecting from these new Macs? Yeah, I'm, I'm not expecting radical, radical new designs. What I'm expecting, actually, is that aside from maybe new colors and thinner design or whatever, I think a lot of what they're going to do is actually build the Mac that a lot of people have been asking for, right? Uh, hmm. stuff, there's rumors about MagSafe, the magnetic power adapter, which I personally, politically, am very much a fan of. And uh, I disagree with Dan Ackerman, our, our PC reviewer, who says that we shouldn't have it. I think that it's a must because I'm a klutz. And so I, I'm really like, there's also rumors that they're going to add in an HDMI port, make it easier to mm -hmm. plug in the TVs and monitors. Like all these things that people have kind of been annoyed with over the last few years, even getting rid of the touch bar, right, which is this, mm. this interactive bar on top of the keyboard that was supposed to allow you to work with apps a lot better and all that. It turned into kind of a, a, a nothing burger, right? It really didn't go anywhere. And I, so now apparently- there, there, there are literally months that go by where I just do not touch that thing. I think unless I have to raise the volume somehow, there, and usually I, I avoid it, I avoid it like the plague. That, that touch bar is just completely worthless to me. Yeah, I feel like these days we can't say avoid like the plague anymore, but I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, poor choice of words. <laughs> well, but I think that I think that you're right. And and part by the way, I think also you point out a very important thing, which is that these these touch bar buttons, the only times I interact with them as well is when I accidentally hit them. They don't they right. don't really do anything for me. And so I think you know, Apple has a lot of data, right? They know how much we're using this stuff. They must clearly understand that this stuff is not working because they are moving back 
two normal keys on the keyboard. And I'm all for it. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of this is going to be, yeah, we might get new designs, new colors, whatever. But really, it's building that Mac that a lot of people have just been clamoring for and probably a lot of pent up demand for as well. Yeah. Beyond, I mean, beyond removing the the touch keyboard or the, the touch bar and the, a couple of extra ports, I mean, is there anything else that you're expecting? Like, do you think that this will remain with the same kind of chassis? Because I, at least for me, I mean, the, the ports are one thing, but maybe not for me, but generally speaking, like, even superficially, I, I wonder for the average consumer if they care one way or not, like if it's an Intel powered one versus an M1. Like the, there's the power of Apple's marketing for sure, but I feel like it only goes so far. Uh, and, and and this is a bit of a wonky topic, like being able to choose one laptop over another based off of a, a processor that you don't really see. I'm just curious what you think that that impact is, if, it, if it's not a Mac that is you know, radically different looking than the previous model. This is definitely a nerd city conversation, right? I think that the reality is that, yeah, you're right. Most people don't care what chips are inside their computers. Maybe they might realize that, oh, it's different from the normal PCs, but Apple's always been different anyway. So there is kind of a sense of, okay, well, if I'm a normal consumer who does not care about the speeds and feeds and just wants to make sure that it's able to run the apps that I run and maybe store all my photos and my music, then, you know, I think it will come down to stuff like, you know, what ports are on it, just like how many cup holders are in my car, right? Or also the color thing again, right? I think Apple showed us with the iMacs when they released the new iMacs uh, earlier this year. Yeah, they were thinner designs and all of that, but what really made them stand out was the colors. They had seven different colors, including orange. And so I, th I think that that is what's going to be interesting this time around. You may have also noticed, by the way, the Apple Watch and the iPhone, iPhone as well, a lot of the conversation nowadays is about the cameras and about the colors. That's, that's really where Apple's right. put a lot of its eggs in the basket. And maybe that's because we've gotten to a point now where design, like how much are you going to improve on the chassis? Right. Like they've already got it all aluminum and, and, and they've got glass and they do that for recyclability and all sorts of other reasons. So mm -hmm. what do you do otherwise? And I think that's part of where they're where they they're able to mix it up a little bit with stuff like the colors and stuff. And maybe that's not enough. I don't know. But I imagine seeing how people responded to gold iPhones a long time ago. I, I have a feeling it'll probably be. Enough. Got it. And for the record, my car is 19 cup holders. <laughs> um, so the, uh, I think, the, I think you bring up a good point and then colors is, is probably one we speak. Yep. We definitely saw that with the, the new iPhones, uh, and with the IMAX, as you mentioned, I'm curious about pricing because you know, it feels like it's been a mixed bag when it comes to the trajectory of pricing for Apple products in general. Some have gone down, some have gone up. They've changed the, the range of products. So you kind of have to pay up to get something you really want. What do, you, what do you think the pricing is going to look like for these new Macs? Yeah, I, I think unless uh, a, a meteorite falls from the sky and hits Tim Cook straight on the head, we're going to be paying a lot of money. And sure, clear, that, we don't wish we don't wish that upon. We don't Tim wish Cook. any harm on anyone. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wallet does, but no. I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that the reality is that. Um, that the, when it comes to new products that Apple comes out with, they always charge a premium. Even mm -hmm. when you look at the initial MacBook Air, that thing was 
crazy expensive. And when you look at the first MacBook that they did, which was, you know, the, the kind of what now the standard look is for a lot of their laptops, that was really expensive as well when they first did a retina screen and all these other things and the new keyboards. So I have a feeling Apple's going to charge extra this time around, partially because they know that there's pent up demand for that magnetic charging cable from yours truly. And I mm-hmm. think then when it comes to next year or the year after, that's when we're going to start seeing price competition a little better. But this time around, I mean, look at what the market is like today, right? You've got, you've got it's hard to get a chip for anything, right? A car or a, or a computer, doesn't matter. And also, uh, prices have gone up across the board. You've got oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the tariffs that were kicking in last year have not been rolled back. You've got the uh, a lot of the chip manufacturers in Asia have raised their prices just because there's so much demand. And so as a result, Apple at one point has to give. And I think at this point, it's going to come down to we're going to pay at least the same amount, maybe a little bit more because it'll be a new design and all that. And then the prices will eventually go down. All right. Well, I want to switch gears because it's not just Max. I mean, the other the other big rumor are new AirPods, or at least a refresh of the the base AirPod models. At least, what 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 are you expecting there? Yeah, I'm. I, that's the other thing I'm really curious about is that the AirPods have been really popular devices, right? These these they have become kind of a whole uh, little industry on themselves. There are rumors. We don't know any data per se, but there are rumors that these things are able to uh, sell as well as a lot of laptops. And so mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the question is, how do they juice that even further? They're already kind of a cultural icon, just like the headphones used to be in the iPods. And one of the things that the rumors are is that they're going to shorten the tips on them so they won't make them look as much like their Q-tips in your ears and instead make them like the AirPods Pro, right? With possibly uh, a better battery life and maybe some other functions inside as well. I, I, I'm really curious. I think that it's going to be interesting to see where Apple goes with this and also how they position them. Because so far, that $159 price point for the starting has been a mm-hmm. very, it, that's worked, right? It, initially, oh, yeah. people laughed at it, but now it's become kind of normal. So I'm curious if they can keep that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I still remember when they first came out and Scott Stein had a pair and his face sort of became a meme. You know, we made fun of these Q-tips hanging out of our ears, and now, like, we all have them, or many of us have them. Um, so, yeah, it, I'm curious to see if they do anything in terms of, I guess, whether it's sound quality, whether it's durability, uh, whether it's uh, how long they last, like, how long their batteries last, right? Because these things do have a bit of a shelf life, right? Like, once they're once their battery goes, like, you can't really go in and replace it. You just sort of have to chuck them, which is not the most environmentally friendly thing from a company that's supposed to be really green. Yeah. And I, I mean, that is an ongoing issue. You know, I went down to Apple's uh, recycling robot in Texas a mm-hmm. couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and that was one of the key questions, right? It's like, okay, they built this robot that works with the iPhone and disassembles all these parts. And now they've shown us like magnets and tin for the soldering joints and all these other things. They've been able to make it so that it works Uh, And they're able to be 100% recycled or close to that, even for batteries. So, okay, great. But there are still products they sell that end up in landfills after we're done with them. And that includes the AirPods I'm I'm wearing right now. So 
there's definitely at some point, I think they're going to have to answer that. I don't think we're going to get that answer on Monday, but I think we will start seeing some movement on that at some point. All right. And beyond Max AirPods, are there any other surprises, any other, you know, one more thing type announcements that we might see on Monday? You know, I am always hopeful that we're going to finally get to see like the Apple car or the <laughs> Apple head, you know, the VR headset that we keep hearing about. I don't think it's going to be this time, although, you know, there's always a possibility they'll surprise. But I think that generally speaking, this is going to be kind of a kitchen sink of everything else, right? Last year, right. they did the iPhone event and the iPad event and the Apple Watch event, and then they did the kitchen sink. And I have a feeling this, you know, either we're going to get three events or two events this year. And if it's two events, then this will be the kitchen sink event. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh Ian, thanks for your time. I eagerly await what uh, what Apple has to unveil for all of us. You can check out our full Apple coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>